Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Tuesday morning. Hope everybody had a good night's rest and appreciate you all for tuning in and joining me for our morning devotions. And see all we got watching here this morning. And we got Miss Kelly Jeanette Swift, Darlene Barker, Tracy Little, uh, Brandy Boyd Young, Mike Kinsley, Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Caroline Kelly, and Jennifer Honeycutt. So appreciate it. I got more than that watching but for whatever reason that's only the names that's uh, populating and generating and showing so if i didn't call your name then i didn't see it so uh, don't take offense or get your feelings hurt by any stretch of the imagination so but uh, my friends let's go ahead and dive into our morning pledge of allegiance if we may i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all i pledge allegiance to the christian flag and to the savior for whose kingdom it stands one savior crucified risen and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe i pledge allegiance to the bible god's holy word i will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and will hide its words in my heart that i might not sin against god Alrighty, praise the Lord that we can do those wonderful pledges. Hello, Terry Hutchinson. Good morning to you. But uh, praise God for that freedom. I tell you what, guys and gals, it's just our world is just getting crazier and sicker and twisted. And <laughs> uh, it just uh, blows my mind sometimes. I just really don't get this uh, push for socialism and uh, this racial division. And it just... Uh, we are in this country probably more divided now than it's ever been in its history. I feel like I really do. I just, uh, it, amazing. You know, you got Gavin knew someone to give, uh, IDs out to all the illegal immigrants. Of course, you know what that means. We just think that, um, this whole reason why they're allowing this invasion across our border, because they, the liberals think that that's going to help them, uh, stay in power or gain more power. But, uh, who knows? Maybe we get lucky and, uh, uh, if they give IDs to these illegals, maybe they'll turn on them and uh, vote uh, conservative. So <laughs> you never know. But uh, and I tell you what, this whole crime rate thing is really getting out of control. I was showing this guy uh, earlier, a subway in New York, man. He beat this woman ruthlessly. I thought to myself, I'd been there. I'd, uh, well, better not say. It might be used against me in the court of law. But let's put it this way. He would be uh, having to eat his soup through a strainer, so <laughs> that if that helps to understand my point. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I just don't, uh, uh, I tell you, and I'm just tired of the soft on crime stuff, too. It just, uh, I, know, I know I'm a nerd, all right? I don't, I don't hide the fact that I'm a dork, but I really feel like sometimes we need a Batman or a Green Arrow or uh deadpool or somebody with a vigilante to go out there the uh, cops hands are tied laws are a joke and maybe we need somebody out there who can uh, uh kick some fanny and uh start making a difference i don't know if i was a billionaire like bruce wayne and uh a lot taller a lot stronger i mean there's no way to be possibly better looking i mean that you know can't change <laughs> Of course, you know, I'm joking. Uh, I would, uh, I'd get out there and, and, and do it. But, uh, be my luck. I go out there and say, start to fight crime. They blow my head off. Well, that didn't last long. So, <laughs> anyway, let's look at, uh, uh, our scripture this morning. I'm going to read, read Luke, uh, chapter seven, 
Uh, the slide here is demonstrating verse 8, but I'm going to read verse 7 and 8. So let me uh, show this here. But again, this is Luke chapter 7. Uh, I'm reading the seventh verse here. Therefore, I did not presume to come to you, but say the word and let my servant be healed. For I too am a man set under authority with soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, the other come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. All right. Praise the Lord for this good word this morning. You know, of course, uh, you know, we are um, looking at this passage this morning. You know, you got to think that, uh, well, I'll tell you what, before I say what I'm about to say, here's a, a really good point here. Um, well, as where Christ says here in verse 9, when Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned to the crowd that followed him and said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such a man. And when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the servant well. You know, it is one thing. You know, if you, I get a lot of times I get people saying, "Hey, can I put you down for a job recommendation?" And I said, "That's fine." And I don't care to do that. If I know them well, I don't care to do that. If I don't know them well, I'm like, you know, I say, I, you know, they call me. I say, you know, hey, they they go to the church. I don't, you know, know their. As far as I know, they're a good person. You know, I try to be as nice as I can about it. But if I know the person well, of course, I'll try my best to give the best recommendation possible. And uh, not that my uh, position holds really any weight in, uh, uh, in a job hiring situation. But say if you were uh, applying for a job to, um, I don't know, say Eastman, but you and the president of Eastman were best buddies, well... Yeah, you know, that's going to carry a lot of weight in their hiring process, you know. In fact, I think that's the only way you get on at Eastman is if you know somebody over there. But um, but you got to think, here, this man had Jesus' recommendation. I mean, that you talk about the ultimate uh, authority and recommendation. The only other time that Jesus commended somebody was the uh, Syrophoenician woman that he commended. And, you know, it's very interesting that you see uh, the... Uh, the you know, the centurions were oftentimes uh, met with a positive light. You know, in other words, it's almost demonstrating that you can be in a secular position and still be a Christian. You know, as, as if you know, that's what maybe the Word of God is, is demonstrating there, uh, that no matter where you're at, you can still show and demonstrate that Christ-like attitude. Uh, even though the area from where this gentleman was from, uh, uh, Jesus had, uh, you know, reprimanded them, got on them, you know, because of their lack of faith, but this man demonstrated the ultimate faith, you know, and here, you know, he comes to Jesus, and he knows that he, you know, not only was he a leader of over a hundred men, but he comes to Jesus as a servant, and, you know, that's one thing as Christians, we understand that servant leadership, and that's one way to demonstrate our faith in Jesus Christ, is even though it's like Jesus Christ, he come not to be served, but to serve. And I think a lot of Christians have a very high and mighty attitude about themselves, and maybe a, they think a position uh, in a, within a church or in the community, maybe beneath them. You know, maybe think about a, um, a story about uh, a gentleman who wanted to become a pastor, and uh, he'd finished seminary, and he saw an old man uh, out in front of the church in the garden. He said, uh, hey, old man, where's the... Uh, uh, pastor, and I'm here for an interview. And he said, well, going upstairs to the office, he'd be there in just a second. And the gardener went back. Well, the boy went up there and all of his arrogance and uh, 
uh, kind of find out that Gardner is actually the pastor. And of course, he liked to die. And uh, he said, I have a position for you. He said, uh, we'll have you uh, taking care of the bathrooms uh, for a while. And all, he got all offended. So I have all this education. How dare you uh, give me such a, a position such as that? And the pastor said, if I can't trust you with something small, how can I trust you with something big? And, uh, you know, and I think that's one thing we have to get, uh, I think we get in trip over our own selves, you know. Uh, we need to have more humility before Jesus Christ. Hey, I may have four earned degrees, but I'll still go up, I'll still scrub the toilets of the church and do what has to be done, but I don't do it for, because uh, they say well, that's part of my job description or because I have to. I do it because it's the Lord's house and I, I want to uh, take care of it. And we need to have that kind of attitude. But see, here's one thing that we need to see is that this servant, all right, this commander of this, this like I said, of 100 men, he had this very high, exalted view of Jesus Christ. And I think that's where we have to be as Christians, having that high, exalted view of Jesus, knowing that he is in control, having the faith, knowing he's going to meet our needs and he's going to take care of us, no matter what trials or tribulations we may have to face, God is there and he's going to watch over, he's going to protect us, and he's going to take care of us. Now, it doesn't mean that just because we pray for something that it's going that God is a, is a, a sky genie and he's just going to grant all of our wishes. You know, that's why a lot of people turn their backs on God because they say, well, I prayed and he didn't answer my prayer. Well, he may have answered it, but it's just in the way that you want it, you know. And I know it's tough, man. If you have a loved one that may be dying and you're praying for healing and unfortunately they pass away and you see some evil piece of dirt uh, down the street and um, uh, living it up, you know, and you're like, but hey, even Solomon talked about that and said, you know, how where, how is that fair, you know. But the thing of it is, that the person that passed away that you loved knew Jesus Christ, their personal and Savior, they're enjoying the glories of heaven. Don't minimize your pain. But if these people down the street who are evil uh, don't know Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior, then this is the only heaven they're ever going to know. So, hey, let them have at it. Man, if this is the only heaven they're going to know, <laughs> you can keep it, you know. But, uh, but again, it doesn't minimize your pain. But see, a lot of people get upset and think that uh, God's not answering their prayers. We don't understand. See, God can see further on down the road. He has a reason and a plan why things turn out the way they do. And it can be confusing at times. But we have to have that exalted view of Jesus Christ and understand that he is ultimately in control and in power. And um, uh, we know that, uh, you know, just like this man here, his faith, you know, is the, you know, he had that faith of Jesus Christ. Uh, the evidence things hope for, the evidence things have not seen. Uh, we see that. Then um, not only that, but we need to have that unworthy, humble view of ourselves. You know, one thing you never see in the Bible uh, is a problem with uh, low self-esteem. You know, you, you, a lot of people say, well, uh, oh, you don't understand. Hey, the problem is we see in the Bible is that the fact that people think too much of themselves, you know, and that's a really, when you look at low self-esteem, that's really being self-centered and focusing on you your problems, your inability that you feel like you can't do X, Y, and Z or whatever. And if, if what we have to do is not have such an exalted view of ourselves, but an exalted view of God and die of ourselves and be humble of ourselves, think less of ourselves and have a uh, keep our view and our eyes completely on Jesus Christ so that we can be used for his glory and understand his mission and plan for us. 
But uh, let's like this little paragraph here. So the man had reason for boasting. He was a man of great faith. He was a good man who loved Jewish people. He was a generous man who had built the synagogue. He was a compassionate man toward his slave. How could he have, how he could have boasted in any of these things? He even could have boasted in his humility. So here we see that uh, uh, he humbled himself and he come before the master and he said, if you say it's going to be done, I know it's going to be done. Why can't we be like that? God's word says it's how it is. That's how it is. You know, I get tired of this uh, in these individuals that they don't like what God's word says. Well, it's it's open for interpretation. It's how that you uh, may want it or whatever baloney uh, they want to push out there because it doesn't fit their agenda. And uh, if God's word says it, that's the way it is. It's black and white. Uh, you know, it is how they want to mis you know, twist God's word to support homosexuality uh, or any other sin out there. I, I don't get it. And I get tired of the condescending remarks. Uh, I say, well, I bet you wear polyester. and I bet you eat shellfish as if, you know, they're condemning us for our convictions as Christians. And, well, you know, we're following some rules of the Bible and not others. That's why I want to look at these idiots who think they're so smug and smart and say, when it talks about mixed fabrics, moron, it's not talking about polyester. It's talking about not cross-dressing is what that's talking about. I know that's not something a pastor should sound like. Hey, you are a name colleague. How dare you? Well, they are a moron. I would just call it like it is. I mean, I'm tired of this sugar-coating, you know, got a patter bow on the back and talk soft and sweet. Like a guy, like his pastor at, uh, um, uh, went to a grocery store one time. She says, uh, you know, he's, she said, you look very sick and, and uh, uh, are you okay? He said, no, I'm a pastor. Because a lot of pastors look like emaciated weekly or then again, look like a lot of fat cows too, like myself. But, uh, you know, it is, uh, uh, you know, we need to, uh, you know, I ain't saying we got to be rude to people. But, you know, I get tired of this, uh, this condescending smug attitudes that people have. And when the shellfish and things like that, people try to throw up. Or it's not, in fact, I even read somebody the other day, somebody had wrote this, and a woman wrote, well, I tried to be kosher. I'm like, oh, jeez, old lady, come on, you know. Because she, she felt like she was being called out, so she immediately started backpedaling. I get tired of that, too, you see on social media. Somebody's called out and start backpedaling. Don't stand strong, man. The shellfish thing, one, they was doing things that were uh, following pagan practices. Two, they were, uh, the shellfish was uh, preparing it properly and it was going to kill them. I mean, there's several reasons why it doesn't apply to us today. You know, and it's just so, I get, we got to be bold and strong, all right? And quit backpedaling. Somebody gets your face. So what if they call you a name, you know? Oh, well, you're not supposed to judge and all that. You'll say, yeah, yeah, I am supposed to judge. I'm supposed to judge righteously. By some way, we were supposed to be judged. You know, quit taking stuff. We're not the world's doormat. You know, I get tired of that stuff. But either way, we have to humble ourselves before Jesus Christ. And, um, and, and not only that, but this man had a caring view of other people. And that's what we need to do is have a caring view of others. Uh, you know, I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in our own uh, self-interest uh, that we don't always have that uh, uh, view of others that we should. Uh, a soft heart towards those that we should. Uh, you know, there's a you know this Christmas we need to really think about uh, those in nursing homes who have nobody. Uh, you know, those in adoption agencies, these kids who have nobody. I had to play. Uh, I didn't have to. I wanted to. They asked me to play Santa at a local adoption agency here, and uh, these little kids were so so very sweet. If I could, I'd take them every one home. You know, and uh, there's a lot of these kids out there. They have nobody. Uh, there's so many things that we could do as Christians to volunteer, to share our time, and to help others, and to view others in a caring and wonderful way. Caring about those in your own congregation. 
uh, thinking about those of yourself and looking around, hey, I ain't seen this person in a while, or no, see that somebody's visibly upset. Do you do that? You know, I know it's uncomfortable to see somebody crying. There's times I've been out in public, see somebody bawling and crying, and I'm like, you okay? You all right? You know, it, it's kind of uncomfortable, but you know, uh, you want to have that caring view. Then again, I was up to, I told you all the time I was at the hospital, and these parents were crying as the child's already going to surgery, and uh, I thought, you know, I. I started to say, I'm a pastor. Would you like me to pray? They looked at me and said, no, and walked off. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was the first time I ever had that happen. That was just uh, an odd thing. But uh, so you might, you know, you may walk up to somebody and, and kind of say, are you all right? They may chew you out. It's like uh, one time I went on a date years ago and uh, I opened the car door for this girl and she said, I can get the door myself. I thought to myself, well, you can hit the road and all. <laughs> you know, hey, some people have just got an attitude. You may try to show a, a caring view and they may uh, uh, just throw it right back in your face. But either way, even if they do, we've got to um, uh, just show uh, Christ regardless. But we have to trust in the Lord. You know, I've told y'all four, and then George Mueller, if you ever get a chance to read his biography, you really need to. It's a, wonderful beautiful book in regards to trusting god you know and how he's running this orphanage and you know no matter what he depended upon god and uh even when he was uh doing some preaching um they would forget to pay him he just he never would say a word he just pray that the lord will meet that need and every time one of the deacons would say oh we forgot to pay you this week you know and uh, or if he needed uh, food or something for the children ironically something would happen and uh, all of a sudden food would be provided it's the same kind of trust that this man had in Jesus Christ, knowing this servant would be healed. We need to re extend that same trust to God, but you can't trust God if you don't know him. That's why it's a daily walk, a daily relationship with Jesus Christ. So trust in him. Know that his word is truth, and if he says it, that is the way it is. And know that he's going to take care of us. And just like George Mueller, he trusted God and knew he was going to take care of those needs. Guys, I know it's scary. And uh, particularly if you live paycheck to paycheck, it's tough and it's frustrating. You got bills piling up and it's not getting any better. They say it's going to be billions that um, American taxpayers are going to pay back with this student loan repayment program. And uh, for someone who has a high amount of student loans, I don't want it. I don't want somebody paying what I owe. And to be honest with you, I think these universities should be held accountable for their uh, overinflated tuition and how they just hand that money out like candy to these kids and they don't really explain to them uh, what how they're going to repay this stuff. All they do in a brief way, but uh, but they want that money. And I think they should be held, really the ones should be held accountable anyway. That's neither here nor there. But, um, but with inflation getting worse, gas prices getting higher, it's going to be hard. And it's going to get harder. And that's why we're going to have to really trust in the Lord and know he's going to take care of our needs and he's going to take care of us. I'm not saying that God's here to bless your your pocketbook. You know, that's not what, that, what I'm saying. Uh, but it, we just have to trust in him to meet our needs spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and he and he will meet your needs physically as well. But I'm not teaching some peace, prosperity, name it, claim it, baloney by no stretch of the imagination. But trust in the Lord and he's going to take care of you. And uh, sometimes when things get tough, mentally spiritually and emotionally it's easy to want to give up but uh not to sound cliche but when you want to give up look up put your hand in the nail scarred hand and keep on keeping on because if any, everybody in this world will stab you in the back but jesus christ is the one who will always be there and the one that you can trust and depend on let us pray 
Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Help us, Lord Jesus, to trust you more, to love you more, to be more humble before your eyes. Lord Jesus, help us to be the men and women you've called us to be. Lord, if anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with all my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. Lord, I pray that you watch over and protect them. Please be with our kids who are going to school, work, or play. Keep them safe and well. Bring them home safely. Lord, I want to pray for my wife and daughter and son as they're dealing with some health issues. And uh, Lord, I pray they'll get to feeling better. And all those who lift up prayer concerns on social media. And Lord, you know those hearts and minds. You will be done there. Lord, help us all to serve you well and to be a light in the world of darkness. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.